This interview is a must listen. If you have osteoarthritis and you want to open up the doors to new adventures, adventures that maybe you didn't even think were possible. I have a very special guest with me, Rachel, who is a member of the arthritis adventure blueprint who has started her journey and has opened so many doors to adventures. She's sharing all sorts of pictures. And I just want to first go into these recent adventures. So she has knee arthritis and we're going to get into her journey of how she, where she started and how she got to this point. You're listening to the adventuring with osteoarthritis podcast. Do you want to learn how to live an active life with osteoarthritis? Hear inspiring stories from others just like you and find out the best ways to naturally tackle joint pain. This podcast has you covered. There are so many possibilities that your healthcare provider may not be telling you about and surgery isn't always the answer. This podcast is not medical advice. Now, here's your host, doctor of physical therapy and osteoarthritis specialist, Alyssa Kewen. I would like to talk a little bit about what you have been able to accomplish thus far, because you're always posting great pictures, swimming in all these amazing places. So can you just give us a little bit of a glimpse into what you have been able to accomplish recently and how that's made you feel? I can. Yeah, certainly. So I am very lucky where I live. I live on the Jurassic Coast, um, which is in southern England. So it's an, an area of outstanding natural beauty. Um, it's very hilly. It's very cliffy. Um, and it's obviously coastal. So um, I've lived here a long time, always enjoyed it, but did start sea swimming um, since I had the arthritis, actually, probably about four years ago, I started the sea swimming. Um, the water is classed as cold water in the UK. Um, so I figure that's good for inflammation and things. So I've always done that. Um, but I've always had to miss um, probably the best, better swims, the ones that you have to hike over the hills, um, go on the unstable beach and the stones and the rocks to get, you know, to where you want to swim. So, um, but I can do that now. So I have been able to do that. Um, yeah, so it's made me feel amazing, to be honest, because I, I have had to give up other hobbies, um, which I guess we'll get into a little bit later in the podcast. But, um, you know, this is now a hobby and a way of life for me, really. Um, I did start it just for the cold water immersion side because I thought the cold water um, would be good, um, which I think it is good. Um, but, you know, really enjoy it. And, um, you know, some of the places are just iconic. You've got Durdle Door, which is like a natural arch and you can but you, you can't get there if you can't hike basically yes. with all your kit as well so it's not just walking there it's walking there with quite a lot of kit because you need to take your safety kit um you know anything that you take in the water um you know you have your coffee for afterwards all your water <laughs> um it, you know it's all quite heavy we don't travel light <laughs> yes. but, um, so I, I can do that now and um and, and even going on the beaches actually that um one of the problems that I had was obviously the the beaches that you know that this is um limes this is stone that's like eroded over many years so it isn't sandy it's very rocky and and, and that moves when you stand on it and then especially when you're getting in and out of the water it's wet so it moves a bit more it can get slippery and and it, it you know just that 
movement really didn't help me but um you know i can cope with it better now i can go down sideways i can you know you know i've got all sorts of tips now <laughs> to cope with yes. it and, you know, and the joint is stronger as well so it's yeah no it's opened up a whole new world to me it, it really has and um and i really enjoy it which <laughs> is the other thing get excited right. about exercise and all kinds of stuff yes yeah, absolutely yeah <laughs> i love it i love it yeah. music to my ears so you had hopped into the program last July and began your kind of own arthritis adventure. I want to maybe take the viewers or listeners back to that time. And if you can remember now, I know it can be kind of hard. Um, what were you feeling at that point? Maybe what were some of your limitations? How was your arthritis at that point? Um, just if you can take us back there to see where yeah, you were so, before. So when I joined last July, as you say, July 2022, um, and I was just stuck, really. I, I just felt stuck. I didn't know. I knew at that point that I had osteoarthritis, bone on bone on my right knee. Um, I had been probably in the medical system in the UK for about four years um, regarding the knee pain. Um, you, you know, and all the professionals have been excellent, but, you know, they're very compartmentalised. So nobody would share the information. You couldn't get your imagery. But, you know, so for a long time, we thought I just had a torn meniscus um, through my weightlifting that I used to do. And the strong, I used to, a strong woman competitor as well. So we thought it was from Amazing. that. Um but then eventually did get to see the knee surgeon um, and, and he did the x-rays and yeah, said it was bone on bone. So I think I'd found that out. Um, so I had found that out the, the August, the year before. So a year, nearly a year before I joined you. Um, so August 2021. And I felt really stuck. I didn't, there, there was just a lack of information about what to do, what I could do, what I couldn't do. Could I make it any worse? What movements were safe? What movements weren't safe? Why did it hurt all the time? <laughs> what could I do to stop it hurting? Just all of those questions, really. And I, um, yeah, I just felt stuck, really stuck. I was in a lot of pain, obviously, um, and just didn't know what to do for the best, really, because my background had always been really heavy weight. So I'd stopped doing that because I, you know, I knew it wasn't hurting. I couldn't be squatting like one and a half times my body weight and things like that. It just didn't seem overly sensible. So I'd stopped doing that. But then I just didn't know what to do at the gym. I'd go there and I'd waft around and I'd see everybody doing the deadlifts and want to go and join them, but knew I couldn't. And because there would always be a deadlift party where they were trying to, you know, see who could do the most. And yeah, so <laughs> I, I just felt really lost, really. And um, sure. And then I, and then I obviously found you, <laughs> which I'm forever thankful for. Um, I think I found you on Instagram. Um, and I did. I found you on Instagram and started following you and saw some of your videos and thought this is you just really spoke my language. It really resonated with me. Um, some of the, looked at some of the YouTube videos and could just see that the content was exactly what I was wanting at the time. So I signed up to the three-day trial um, where you got sent the workout each day for three days. And even from the first workout, I did feel some relief and, and actually felt good to be moving again and doing some movements. That I thought, actually, I can do this. And it helps. <laughs> and it Absolutely. Helps. So, so after you so say I pretty much signed up straight away I think as soon as the day three had finished um well I did I signed up straight away I had a chat with my partner about it and um yeah we thought we definitely want to do that so um yes. yeah so then I then I joined um and it, 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 it's been great for me it, it, it really has I mean I think the highlights for me I've, I, I definitely have had a decrease in pain I, I would say 
beforehand, um, I was probably, well, I was consistently at, say, an eight out of 10 on the pain scale. Um, now, um, when I'm at my worst, it would probably be a three or a four. So a massive increase on the pain level. And, and that's when it's at its worst. So my bad day now would be far better than my worst day then. Sorry, my worst day now would be far better than my better day, best day then before I sure. joined. So definitely a decrease. I think that's an understanding of the condition. I probably wasted a lot of time um, procrastinating about it and just thinking, oh, not woe is me, but just like, why have I got it? Because, you know, I don't, I, I suppose I perceived it to be an older person's condition, which obviously it isn't at all. And I thought I'm in my 40s. How, why have I got it? And and just so many questions. So I think my mindset has definitely changed. Um, it's like, well, we are where we are. You know, you can't grow cartilage back. So you've just got to get on with it. Um, and actually, you can really strengthen the joint. You can really strengthen the joint. And, and I've had really good success from that. But I've prioritized sleep. That's probably one of the things we spoke a lot about that in the blueprint so that's definitely made um a big difference I do feel I need more sleep now um since I've you know got the condition I guess for recovery and all the rest of it so I do prioritize that now rather than just you know watching telly or <laughs> doing something yes. else for half an hour. um I've definitely got improved balance which definitely helps with the getting in and out of the sea um you know the walking and, and I do a lot of the balance exercises that are in the blueprint um definitely feel I've got improved balance I feel stronger um yeah I just feel like I'm unstuck really I've got options again um and got hope again really that there is a way forward and that you don't have to sit things out you do have to tweak things maybe and think you know how are you going to get there but um yeah you I can get on with it now again and and things um before I'd been diagnosed so for the four years when I was struggling um when we didn't really know what it was my husband's Scottish um so his family all live in Edinburgh now which um I don't know if you've ever been very very hilly very cobbly beautiful but very very hilly and a lot of walking when we go there um, and when we went up um last just before Christmas last year um, we both, my husband and I both commented actually that, that I managed it fine. Um, Amazing. Obviously did niggle a bit, but it, it was fine. I was doing like 20,000 steps a day, was going up and down, um, sometimes sideways or like tweaking it just to get the best out of it, a bit of walking backwards and, and things like that. But I did actually manage it fine. So, um, yeah, things like that. I, that you, is you know, awesome. I just thought those days were over really. Yes. Yeah. No, that is awesome. And I think yeah. that that's really important because a lot of times like the mindset piece isn't actually addressed and getting the hope back. I mean, that can be truly powerful in itself. And I want to talk a little bit about the journey because I'm sure you can attest that it's not always linear. It's not always a perfect uphill trajectory. So I want to talk about maybe some of the barriers, maybe one or two of the barriers that you encountered and then how you were able to overcome that or how you're still working to overcome them. So I think probably the biggest barrier is, as you say, it isn't linear, nothing ever is, um, but it's also the consistency. So you get to that point, as we all do, oh, I've, I've nailed this now, <laughs> I'm a lot better, therefore I don't have to do the workout, you know, I, I, I go with every other day and then I build my other activity around it. Um, so you miss a couple and life gets in the way and, um, you, you know, you get back into a few 
not the bad habits, but just the things you did, I guess, prior to the blueprint. And and then you obviously your pain shoots up, you're hurting again. So I, you know, I probably learned quite early on that, you know, you can't be missing the workouts. Um, or if you do just accept that there is going to be, you know, an increase in pain <laughs> and you're going to lose some of that journey for a little bit. Um, so probably learned that. Um, I have made quite a lot of changes as well, like within my lifestyle. So I've already mentioned the sleep. I've, I um, I did actually have a change of my job earlier this year. Um, it Well, my role unfortunately got made redundant. So I had to get a new job, which was fine. But I've chosen something a lot more local and I've actually gone um, to a four day week now. So um, I work less hours. So that helps. So today's Wednesday. It's my day off was quite open to my new employer about it. Um, yeah, and actually, it works really well, because, you know, for the tiredness levels, fitting everything in, you know, having that rest and relaxation in midweek, it really sets you up then. And if I do the longer drives, um, which I don't have to do so much of now, my, my previous role, I would be doing about 1200 miles a week, which is obviously quite a lot of driving. And yes. um, now I do you know, really small percentage of that. So um, that was definitely one of the triggers for me. So I think it's not really the barriers, it's um, identifying the triggers that and the things that are affecting you, which obviously you talk about that in great detail in the blueprint, and it's pulling out the bits that are relevant to you more so and, and then getting a pecking order that you're going to then tackle the areas which is what I did, which is what you suggested. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I love it. And it's, it's, these things are different for everyone too. And you become Absolutely. very aware of perhaps what is triggering you. And I think that's, what's also important is it's becoming aware of the habits that you're doing and how they can actually impact your Absolutely. joint pain, your stiffness, et cetera. Was there anything on your journey that you found easier than you thought it would be? I think, um, yeah, probably doing the movements around other people, because obviously some of them probably do look a bit random. The sideways and backwards. The sideways and the walking backwards and all the tapping and um, the balance exercises. So I probably, I think initially I thought, oh, I'll just do them all at home. And then I thought, oh, this is silly. I travel a lot with, for work. I've got perfectly good gym membership. Um, I thought I'm just going to do them at the gym. It's fine with it. So I have you on the phone and then have the headphones in. So you do see people looking at you. Um, <laughs> there's been a couple of times when I've been at work. Um, um, I, well, at my previous company, when I did all the driving, I remember I was with a really good colleague, Val, and I was sat opposite her and I was in so much pain. I'd driven probably about six hours to get there. It had been hideous traffic and it, I was in so much pain. And I remember saying to her, I'm just going to put my headphones on and I'm going to do one of my arthritis workouts so just don't mind me it was one of the seated ones and I was just sat there thinking this is insane really it's but did it help it really helped and so I think I surprised myself that I actually I don't mind now when I went down the steps to Durdledore um which anyone can google it that doesn't know it you know it is high and it is hit well it's steps but they're really uneven they're not at the same distance apart um they're not even at the top that you know it couldn't be more awkward if, if it tried <laughs> but you know obviously it isn't a tourist attraction it's been built it, you know it's been there for you know for centuries so um I decided I was going to go down sideways um, and that worked really well it worked really well but I you know I probably wouldn't have done that a few years ago but it's 
you know the pain relief and the development I think is more important to me now and actually if anyone asks I'll just say well this is what I'm doing and why I'm doing it it probably helped many other people that were going up and down there as well yeah, so like oh maybe I yeah. should try that yeah <laughs> no that's awesome um and I think that that's a very important point that now is just prioritizing health it doesn't matter like what other people think. I have a lot of people who are like walking backwards, like in their neighborhoods and things and actually have had people ask, oh, why are you doing that? Or mm. even see others walking backwards. And it's like, yes. no, I know why yeah. you're doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is amazing. And so I want to talk about what your goals are for the future. Now that you've kind of gone through this past um, almost a year mm-hmm. and have seen this progress what is kind of your next step? What is your next goal that you're shooting for? So definitely the consistency. I'm still finding that, you know, I'm all right 80% of the time. And I used to always think with everything, it's the 80-20 rule, but actually that isn't going to work with me for this. It needs to be consistent. And, you know, some of the workouts aren't, well, they're not that long, are they? You can fit them in. Um, so to be consistent, um, I have as a way to get around that now and um, started doing the quick workouts. So I've printed, well, I've written them all out. And then, you know, if I'm short of time or, or haven't got time to to play um, the whole video, then I just do the quick workout in the hall at home, like with music on or whatever. And that then sets me up as a way to get around it. Um, I do want to tackle food and diet next. I, I haven't really tackled touched on that area yet um I've read about it and obviously I've listened to your advice on it so so definitely want to get involved in that um I want to read up more on inflammation and consider actions from that so I've downloaded a book um on my audible but I just haven't got around to to um, listening to it yet but I I feel I can do a lot more in that area um and I'm yet to master the jump in in the last video yeah (laughs) I've tried it several times yeah, I've tried it sometimes. I could do the rest of the video, but the, every time I do that, it, it, it it's, it's, it's not happy. So, um, but that's fine. I know what I need to do. Obviously, go back and um, you know, keep, but I think if I keep strengthening, um, you know, I do know that I will get there. Yeah, not absolutely. that it's really that important to me. I don't generally do a lot of jumping, but it's just that you know, you think you say trust me in it. Like, but it can also I do trust you, and I know it will work. <laughs> the power that you generate from jumping can also open doors to other things, like stairs and inclines, and just feeling stronger and more powerful in that uh, way. Okay, that um, makes sense. Because there's a lot of, for those listening and watching, there's a lot of research and you may have heard that, you know, jumping and higher impact activities are a no-go, like you should completely avoid them. But actually when your joints are prepared for them, it is possible. Mm. And so, I mean, even the fact that you even tried it is awesome mm. because that is a big barrier in itself because fear can play a lot a huge role in trying new things. Um, and I mean, you've even mentioned that overcoming that as far as going out to some of these hikes that maybe you wouldn't have tried before. Um, so I think that that's a huge, huge component to it. Oh, definitely. Just building the confidence to even try. I think that is a big, big win. Um, well, and doing the box squats, cause I haven't done squats since I stopped like the strongman and the powerlifting um and you know and I do the box squats now with you know with with good weights on so you know not to the level that I was at but you know quite comfortable with it and actually it doesn't hurt so um you know that's a major win (laughs) yes absolutely and 
now I just want to talk about if somebody is listening or watching and is on the fence about getting started, kind of going back to how you were feeling when you were getting started. Did you think that all of this was possible for you? And then what also should people, what else would you want to leave with them if they're kind of feeling on the fence about getting started in a program like this? I think, um, yeah, I probably didn't think it was possible, actually, to get where I am now. And actually, I know that I'm not done yet. I know that I will get stronger and get better. Um, there's so much information out there. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I, you know, I don't know for other listeners where they're based but in the UK. It is very much like, oh, you better, you know, just get go on the list to get the knee rep- joint replacement or whatever. And it, it's just kind of like seen that that's the solution which obviously it is a solution and um you know who knows it might be necessary years down the line but I just think I want to try and do everything that I, I can do you know to make it stronger first um so no, if, if anyone was considering it, I would just say do the the three-day trial and, and try it for yourself but but it is so much the blueprint is so much more than just those workouts and just those exercises it is you know, a really good community that you get access to. And there's just so much information, just so much information that that's valid. And for me, it answered the questions that I had. And I, you know, I had spent a lot of time and energy trying to find answers to those areas and I couldn't. So, you know, to me, you know, it's just been, well, it's just been brilliant. (laughs) It's, you know, it has really has change things for me. So thank you. I am so happy to hear that. And I am also excited for you to get inside the membership because we have lots more where that came from as far as workouts and things goes. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your story. I think that it's incredibly important. And are there any last or parting words that you would like to leave? I think just do it, to be honest, just do it. And um, if anybody wanted to message me any questions or, or, you know, please feel free to do so, you know, quite happy, but to answer or, or give any experiences but it you know I haven't regretted it for a day you know for the investment it's it's been the best money I've ever spent on my health it, it really has and um you know even if you are preparing to go down the surgery route it, you know you're still stopping it spreading like around the rest of your body and and protecting your other joints because obviously it is pretty invisible until the symptoms come out so you don't know where it's going next really the osteoarthritis is my understanding so yeah you're just protecting yourself really for the future and strengthening yourself it yeah it's I couldn't recommend it more I really couldn't (laughs) well thank you so much I am so happy to hear about your progress and I cannot wait to see more pictures of (laughs) your future adventures I'll be posting them (laughs) yes yes and thank you so much for joining us and enjoy the rest of your day thank you very much thank you (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Adventuring with Osteoarthritis podcast. If this podcast has brought you hope and inspiration, make sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Also, if you're looking for more information on how to start your own arthritis adventure, head to www.keeptheadventurealive.com or follow me on YouTube by searching Alyssa Arthritis Adventure. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A arthritis adventure. We'll see you next time.